Hello, everyone. My name is Chip Basioko, and welcome to another edition of the IA Advantage. Today is a very special day. We are here live in Savannah, Georgia, at the inaugural Big Eye Insure Tech Summit, presented by, of course, the Big Eye, ACT, Ascendia, and Diamond Sponsor Travelers. This event is also sponsored by TrustedJoyce.com, Ivan's Accord Solutions Group, and Bond Exchange. You might be asking, what is the Big Eye Insure Tech Summit? And I'm glad you asked. The summit was the brainchild of the Big Eye Insure Tech Task Force, established last year with the mission to support the development of IA-focused insurance technology and to encourage independent agents to embrace and adopt these technologies. With that in mind, the task force set about to host a series of InsureTech educational events, with this first one being held during the Big Eye Winter Meeting right here in Savannah, Georgia. We have an amazing group of IA Channel InsureTech leaders here today, and I am proud to be interviewing several. So here we go. And if the quality of today's recording is a little inconsistent, it's because we are outside enjoying a beautiful day on the banks of the Savannah River. So our first guest this morning is Steve Anderson from Catalyst. Welcome, Steve. Thanks for having me, Chip. Great to be here. Good good to see you. We're old friends. I think I first met you at one of your uh, Colorado seminars ah, many years I ago. Checked. That yes, was, that was uh, a few years ago. Yeah, that was that was a good time. Actually, I learned an awful lot back then. In fact, I'm going to give you a little credit. There's probably some reason I'm still in this business because I went to two or three of those. Great, thank really you. enjoyed it. You bet. One of the things we're doing is trying to assess the state of the IA channel in terms of technology adoption, and you're right in the middle of it. What <laughs> what would you say? How are agents doing at uh, adopting, implementing all the? And there's so much technology available today. Share your thoughts. Um, so uh, from my perspective, agents are doing better and not great. Okay. Oh, I like that. <laughs> you know, I mean, yep. it, it's, it, we're making progress. And um, actually at Catalyst, we've got data because uh, we actually do two things. One is every one of our subscribers, we encourage strongly to go through a tech assessment where we actually have them answer a series of questions and we evaluate where they are in their use of technology in their organization. Uh, and we actually score them. So we've got five different areas that we do that in. Um, and, you know, as we continue to gather that information, um, kind of the early, and I won't go into great detail here, but um, we break it down, what we call the technology journey or the catalyst success journey yep. into four different milestones. So baseline, better, best, and beyond. Baseline is, okay, at a minimum, what do you need in technology to operate an agency today? Um, and, and actually, that's pretty good, as you yep. might expect. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, once we start moving kind of down that road uh, to other milestones, you know, better, best, certainly alluding in best to best practices. Okay. You know, what are the top agencies doing? And then we've added this beyond, which uh, is a little different. Um, and my idea there is... What are agencies using or doing today that will become best practices in the future? So how could you kind of get a little bit of a future view and start experimenting and, and be ready, you know, kind of when mass adoption, sure. when, 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 the, when, when it pivots? So, uh-huh. so I, I realize you haven't surveyed all the agents out no. there, but you probably have a sample size that yeah, you could start to. Probably four or five hundred okay. agencies. So ex- assessment. Yeah. extrapolate from that for me over the entire universe of independent agents, where do you think they are in those categories? Are, are 
fifty percent at the baseline. And... So right now, our uh, LJ, our numbers are you know, uh, about seventy four percent of agencies that have completed the assessment have completed um, about three quarters of what we consider minimum. Okay. Right. So there's still twenty five percent, and that probably makes sense. Sure. Again, extrapolating to the universe of yep. independent agents and you know, typical big eye member, you know, is a small agency, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe 15 employees, maybe less, uh, it, but somewhere around there. And then there's always a struggle about, okay, what is the technology? How do I find it? Why do I need it? And how do I pay for it? Mm-hmm. And then how do I maximize it? Mm-hmm. So we're spending a lot of time in, you've got maybe stuff that you're not using. How do you make sure your investment is um, maximized? And I feel like, Again, back to your original question, I feel like agencies are more aware now that they need to do something and have a strategy over the next months or years for what do I need to do and how am I going to incorporate it? And and I, and I really feel the incorporating is probably the biggest area sure. of problems. And I'm actually going to talk about that on one of the panels. I think the culture, developing a culture of innovation and embracing it and the change management challenge is, change, is, is, is the hardest. It's big. It really yeah. is. And, and we haven't done a very good job of that. Yeah. Um, well, that's what this conference is actually yeah. about, right? Yeah. It's about sort of let's talk about it. Let's let's don't be afraid of this topic. The instigating conversation that led us here was between myself and Bill Devine from Travelers. Mm-hmm. And Travelers has been uh, integrating with all these comparative raters, right? Multiple of these. We used to throw this word SEMSI around like yes. it's never going to happen, right? Remember that? <laughs> I it's do. kind of the holy grail. Sure, it should be proud. Right, right, right. But we're kind of there like that tech exists. Yeah. So Bill was kind of like, I don't know if agents are embracing it. So just on that specific technology, comparative raters specifically, he was interested in commercial lines. Is, is there, are they starting to use it? What do you see in there? Yeah, I think um, certainly commercial lines rating and something I've advocated for a long time and always from the solution providers was, yeah, the data sets bigger, the, you know, it's more complicated, right? All yep. those reasons. And actually, we needed some crazy startups who didn't have that negative history yep. to go, I ah, didn't know they couldn't solve this problem. And you, and you see multiple iterations of that yep. um, going on. So. Uh, adoption of commercial rating is low. Yep. Um, and I feel like it's one area of huge benefit to agencies. So, again, I've talked about this for years. The amount of time staff spends getting a quote is terrible. Yeah, it is. Um, it, and it's getting better. And then, then there's always the chicken and egg problem, meaning – well, my carrier's not on there, or this line of business is not on there, so I don't want to use it. You know, they don't have what I need. Right. Well, again, I call it inventory, right? Carrier and lines of business, but again, that's improving. And and now agents need to experiment. Now, I use that word a lot because I don't know what's going to work and what's not going to work, but if you don't try it, you're not going to know either. And so sure. experimenting and not being afraid of failure. So... That's, that's a big one. That's a big one. And and that's a very large topic we don't have time to go into no. right now. But I've spent a lot of time thinking about writing about uh, what I call successful failure, okay. which is you you have to experiment. Yep. 
by its very nature, an experiment means you're going to fail because yeah. you don't know. Right. That's why you do the experiment. Yes. If you know it's going to work, it's not an experiment. It's, it's not. And I'm, so you've got to build a culture kind of back to that change management that doesn't punish failure. Mm -hmm. Meaning, oh, we tried it, gave it a good shot, didn't work. Mm -hmm. Didn't work for us, maybe, yep. and it maybe it worked for somebody else. Yep. And move on to, to something else. And then making sure you capture what do we learn in that experiment so we don't repeat it, yep. that same mistake. But that's where successful failure comes in. So last question is kind of a fun one and a tech one. You and I both like to kind of go, where the hell is it going? This chat GPT thing, <laughs> it hurts. So I was playing around with it. I'll tell you what, I, I did a, I didn't know what to do at first. I, I did like a, who was the Civil War general that died at Chancellorville? That's easy, right? Yeah. It just, boom, nailed it, Stonewall Jackson. I said, that's too easy. All right. So then I started doing more insurance. I said, would I need, uh, if, if I have a restaurant, what kind of insurance would I need? And it rattled off a really good list of coverages I might need. I go, what if the restaurant was in Colorado? And it actually changed a little uh -huh. bit because, oh, well, you might have some snow exposure, whatever. It had some other things. Yeah. Then I said, I started getting to marketing, but I said, write me a jingle to sell life insurance. And it was a, I wish I had kept it. It's a perfect <laughs> little jingle. And then I said, uh, write it in the style of William Shakespeare. And it did that. And all this happens in seconds. And it was yep. perfect iambic pentameter. Yep. What have you, what do you think about this? Did it so hurt I, your head? Yeah. Well, so yeah, I have several thoughts. Probably we can't do them all here. But um, first, it's following the technology development cycle, which is everything's becoming digitized, right? So kind of that copywriting thing, the text-based. Um, two, it's deceptive for a long time. So all of that is probably 30 years old. It's been in development for a long time. Yep. Third is disruptive. All of a sudden, right? And that's what we're seeing with ChatGPT. And actually, it's the third version. Right. So that's why it's three. Sure. Um, and text-based. Um, and, and a couple quick thoughts. Mm -hmm. One is uh, there is nothing intelligent about ChatGPT. So calling it artificial intelligence, I think, is absolutely misleading. Okay. There's nothing intelligent. What it's doing is it's predicting what the next word in a sentence might be. Okay. So that's machine learning. Absolutely. Sure. Yep. Pattern matching. Yep. All of that kind of thing. Yep. Two problems. One is uh, it's not reliable. Two is it's not truthful. So an agent using it to just, you know, and without the advice thing, yeah. Giving advice on the restaurant, you know, sure. kind of insurance, it's just piecing words together. There is no indication that it's actually accurate. And so, as a regulated industry, Good point. Yep. there are significant problems with using it without it, it's a tool yep. right now, kind of fun tool. Yep. It's definitely a shiny object. Yep. Um, and I think we've got to be careful. And I think it's a great tool. The one last comment I'll make is, and as you experienced, the skill actually with ChatGPT specifically is the prompts, right? You you know so, and there's that's where the creativity will come. What it's really good for is when you sit down to write, you don't have to look at a blank page anymore. Right, right. Get the, you get a huge <laughs> head start in five seconds. Yeah. 
so I totally, it, I just find it fascinating. It inspires me to think of what might be next. And it, it's, it's, we live in an amazing age. So that's great. Yes, that is true. I want to thank you for coming by. Pleasure, it was Chip. a lot of fun. It's fun talking about agency technology. Indeed so. it is. And we get to enjoy the rest of the conference and the weather's not too bad. A little chilly. A little, but, little chilly. Know. Not bad for January. And if this doesn't fall over, we'll be good. We'll be good. All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Man. Yep. I want to welcome our next guest to the podcast, my good friend, Jason Walker, president of Agency Revolution. Welcome, Jason. Uh, this conference is like, I'm really glad you came, by the way. Thank you for coming Thanks for uh, having me. quite a long way. This is like center mass for you. The, uh, the topics are all about how do we assess where independent agents are at in terms of their uh, adoption of technology, their use of it, their ROI from it. And uh, we're trying to both take assessment of that, and then we're trying to, you know, collaborate together. And how do we move the ball forward? So, I'll start off with what's your sense of where we are at as a channel? Where's the where's the typical independent insurance agent at? What what do you what do you see? The fact that we're having this summit tells me we're in a good spot uh, from the perspective of agencies are having the conversation around technology. Um, and when I was working with agencies, whether it was in a capacity of selling solutions in or consulting. They're already well along the way of using technology in order to empower sales and drive customer service. Uh, where there is some challenge is getting this all to work together. Because as we know, there are so many different solutions in the space, not all under the same brand. And sometimes they work in their own vacuum or silo. They don't have the connectivity that might be expected or what they were told. And so... It's it's getting all of these pieces to work together in a harmonious way, uh, and I think we're getting there too. We're seeing uh, solutions start to open up and become more partners with each other. So yeah, we're well on our way. Jim. <laughs> totally, totally agree. You you mentioned um, well, we talked a little bit about ROI. Um, insurance companies in particular, and you and I have both worked um, with them, and they are very particular. In fact, one of the reasons this whole thing got kicked off is from a conversation I was having with travelers about ROI. And they were investing in uh, integration with different systems. And they were sort of like, where are the agents? Like, we integrated on our end. Where are the agents? So they really are measuring this. Do you think the typical agency thinks about measuring the ROI of their technology? And do you think they even know how to do it? I think they, I, I think they want to. Because even if they don't come out and say, I need to measure ROI, they will ask, am I able to see this out of the solution? And that usually leads to, am I getting more sales? Am I retaining my customers? And how can I prove it with your technology? So I know that the need and the want is there. Knowing how to do it is a lot on the firms that they're working with. And I, and I push this even in my consulting side when I was helping vet technology solutions on behalf of agents. I was asking those pointed questions on behalf of the agency and getting the agency involved in that discussion because it is a conditioning on our part. I think it's great as to why we're having this forum, this summit. We, as these groups that are selling these solutions to ultimately help lift their business and retain their business, have to have that discussion with the agency. Otherwise, it's just peddling product at a price point, and that's that's a disservice. Yeah, no, I, I obviously totally agree. I think it's something we'll have to keep working on is to, to help them understand the ROI and help them actually calculate it and so forth and find out. Well, I want to thank you for coming today. Thank you, Chip. This has been a great morning. It. Yep. Absolutely. We're gonna, we have a full day ahead of us. We're not really done. Um, and it's a beautiful day. We'll stay with it. So I want to thank my guest, Jason Walker, president of Agency Revolution. And 
We'll be back in a moment with the next guest. All right. Well, we are back with the next uh, segment of our podcast morning. This is kind of an interesting one. I'm co-hosting this one with Chris Klein, executive director of ACT. And I have two gentlemen here, good friends of ours from Travelers. We have Bill Devine and Sean Romalo. Sean is uh, not only an SVP, as is Bill uh, at Travelers, but is also on the TrustedChoice.com board. So he's one of my bosses. Welcome, boss. Good morning. Glad to be here. Good morning. Good morning. So um, so we're here, by the way, if we haven't already mentioned, on the beautiful banks of the Savannah River. Um, but I want to start with you, Bill, because um, you're kind of to blame for why we're all sitting out here. You called me last summer. Why don't you share a little bit about why you called? Uh, you know, I, well, one, Chip, you and I have known each other for forever at this point, since, since the early days of TrustedChoice.com. And you know, we run into each other at all these events that other people host. Um, and, and have a lot of great conversations in the hallway and things like that. And I, you know, it, across travelers, we've been talking so much around inside our agency channel, technology and how technology is changing is becoming a bigger and bigger component of the conversation. When we go to big meetings, CIAB, things like that, that the, the conversation, it's, it's just so amazing how technology um, has become, you know, one of the top three topics that every, every broker wants to talk about regardless of size. And, you know, you and I were talking about the fact that as much as we've invested in the technology, as much as our, our, our the, the other carriers we compete with and all of our broker partners have invested, the actual traction that we're all getting as an industry just isn't quite where it could be, where it needs to be. And, you know, what we need to figure out is how do we create more forums where we can come together and have better conversations about technology and, and how collectively, collaboratively, um, how we work together to improve the technology footprint across our industry. And if I can build great tech, but if, if my broker partner builds something that doesn't work with it, and all we did is build a mess. Right, right, yeah. right. We, we joked for, you know, some days it feels like we're all just building the next generation of legacy mess for, um, as opposed to improving the industry. And so, you know, I challenge, you know, can, you know, how do we change the big eyes role in, in this space and, and help and bring us together and, and really help drive that conversation? Yeah. And it was it was obviously very well timed because um, internally in the in uh, within the big eye, they were talking about and you were taking on a new role at, at yeah. ACT. Uh, the big eye also formed an InsureTech task force at the same time. And so suddenly all these conversations were going around. And I said, I. I talked to Bill and he wants us to do like, a, originally we thought maybe it's a road show, yeah. but we had to start somewhere. And I think it was Lou Moran that said boldly, why don't we just do something in January, which half the people were like, are you, that's too soon. We were originally thinking maybe June and anyway, doesn't matter, but I'm glad we're here. Um, and I'm glad Sean, you joined us. So thanks for having me. You bet. So trustedchoice.com obviously has been working on this forever. And you know, every board meeting we talk about how are we going to get independent agents to start using the tools of trustedchoice.com, but also uh, of others as well. Anything you want to add to the why we need to be here? You know, I mean, thanks for that, Chip. Um, you look at all of the industries around us, right? I mean, I use the Amazon, which is a common example of how Amazon has yeah. used technology to translate, how you connect customer with, with a manufacturer or seller of a product. And the insurance product and insurance industry, I think, is ripe for transformation um, using technology because we have to, we have to, we have to be better at connecting our distributors with the carriers and the consumer. I mean, insurance 
and the transaction should not be that difficult as it has been over the years. And we've got to make it more accessible to consumers. So I think this is a perfect time to start that journey and, and to, to really create what the future of the insurance industry should look like. Yeah, I always say, and I know you've heard me say at our own board meetings, I say uh, all of our customers buy stuff from Amazon regularly. I bought the uh, the microphone that's over there. I bought on Amazon at night and had it shipped the next day to this hotel. And I instantly got the notification, you know, your, your product will be there tomorrow or whatever. Um, we have to bring that kind of immediacy to the insurance transactions, right? We can't, you know, wait two days to call somebody back and... We can't have that kind of uh, of that loose stuff. So I, I totally agree. Well, and I, and we're at a point right now, Jeff, where if we take leadership, we take ownership, we get to dictate how that technology gets deployed. If we keep kicking the can down the road, the tech's going to dictate how we all work, and that's not going to be a good place for it. No, it's not going to be it's a good completely place. Completely inverted, right? The strategy's got to lead the tech decisions. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we, you know, we clearly all agree that the IA model and what independent agents and IA companies bring, the products are better, the advice is better, the risk management's better. Um, there's other countries are trying things differently. And you and I had another conversation about, why don't you share a little bit about what you were in the UK, I think, a few months ago? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I think the the Lloyd's model and some of the, the things going on uh, with Lloyd's and Blueprint 2 are just fascinating. And it's it's really interesting to see the advancement and the, again, just a, a place that's manifesting. And, and we'll see. Like, it's it's all with a grain of salt because this is the first time Lloyd's has made this move. But I, I have confidence that, that the things they're investing in, things they're doing, um, are, are far more likely to come to fruition than in the past. But you talk about digitizing the transaction. And you talk about getting to a, you know, they, they joke at Lloyd's, like, you know, when they first brought tablets out that you had producers photocopying iPads um, because they, <laughs> they, they wanted to. So, so it, it, you know, if, if Lloyd's can figure out how to digitize the transaction and get adoption and drive this idea of digital records, post paper, post, you know, all the ways that we've worked historically, there's such an opportunity. And, and I think that's, that's really what's, uh, that's that's a really exciting uh, example of of something like this happening. Sure, and it's it's a great example of something that used to happen in the U.S. all the time. Um, you know, I was just meeting with my buddy Reed, who's the CEO of Ivans, and you know, as an industry, we used to come together all the time to solve big problems like this and do it collectively. Whether it was Ivans, whether it was ISO, whether it was Accord, we we loved coming together and saying like, this isn't something we should compete on. This is a common problem that we need to figure out, and so it's it's refreshing to see an example live of an of an or, of organizations coming together that way. But I, I think that's hopefully can be a template, a prototype for what we should be doing in the U.S. You know, and you know, you know, you mentioned the, the Lloyd's. You know, when you think of Lloyd's, you think of the insurance tradition, and it's an it's an industry that has deep rooted traditions. And the thing that we got to remind ourselves. Of, Technology is not here to replace or remove the traditions, right? It's here to enhance the transaction, not eliminate the tradition. I think we got, got to keep that in mind. Insurance will always be insurance. It'll always have the relevance. It'll always have that culture and tradition. We just need technology on top of it to make the transaction easier. Yeah, it's, it's brave, bold times. Well, we got to wrap up for now. We're going inside. We're doing a bunch of panel conversations. I want to thank you guys for coming all this way to join us at the event that you inspired, Bill. So maybe we so if it doesn't go well, it's all your fault. You know that, right? No, I'm, I'm kidding. No, but thanks for bringing yeah, us together. Yeah, yeah, good. Absolutely. All right. We want to, uh, Chris and I want to thank our guests, Bill Devine and Sean Romalo from Travelers. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it.
I want to thank the Big Eye, ACT, and Ascendia for bringing us this event today. And of course, none of this would be possible without the support of Diamond Sponsor Travelers, along with TrustedChoice.com, Ivan's, Accord Solutions Group, and Bond Exchange. And one more reminder, please check out your agency profile or your IA company profile on TrustedChoice.com, making sure they are accurate and up-to-date. Your digital footprint matters now more than ever. This has been the IA Advantage, and I am Chip Basioko signing off. Please have a safe and prosperous week, everyone.